Hello, friends. Resonant Yes here. We are going to dive into this week's episode in just a moment. But before we do, I just wanted to give you a heads up that in this week's episode, as part of our discussion, we do talk about uh, issues about eating as well as exercise and body image that come up naturally as part of the conversation. So if you have any concerns or issues related to those areas, just wanted to give you a heads up now that will be part of this week's discussion, and you may want to skip or fast forward those parts. Thanks. Welcome to Love in Brief, a brief ABDL advice podcast focused on issues of love. And normally this is where R&T, my partner and I, would go back and forth and talk about all the different kinds of love that this advice podcast is meant to cover. However, she's not here today. Well, she, she is. She's a couple rooms away, but she's super sick. And she said, just press on without me and do the podcast because she was so excited about both our topic and our two guests. And we didn't want to delay bringing them or this topic to you. So I'm RY going solo. I'm resident. Yes. And, um, R and T by the time this comes out, will be fine. It's just a passing stomach thing, but, uh, she's super bummed. She can't join us. This is an ABDL advice podcast, but we're in the middle of our makers series, which is a series in response to a number of questions we get that ask us, Hey, I am in the community, but I'm not sure how to get involved or what I can bring to the community. So could you help me sort of find my space? And one of the many ways is to make something. So we've been talking to makers of all stripes. And today, the makers that we're going to talk to are people who make content in the form of sex work. That's paid content that is created for people to pay for access to in order to access their fetish, get turned on. Some people talk about about it as pornography. Some people just talk about it as paid content. However you like to think about it, uh, it's sex work and it's a really important, crucial uh, part of our community. I am both a patron and a fan of sex work in our community. I am lucky enough that I've made friends sometimes with people uh, that I've been subscribed to. And in other times, I've actually been been friends with people before, and then they become content creators. And ultimately, I pay for those too. I just I think it's an amazing marketplace where we get to indulge all these magnificent fantasies and see things we've never seen and try things we've never tried. So I'm tipping my hand a little bit. I think sex work is not only essential, but awesome. And I am really excited to talk to our two content creators, sex workers today. Let's begin with somebody who you may have seen a little bit longer on the scene, um, who has a magnificent following, who I'm a big fan of, and is kind enough to come on the podcast with us. This is Sunny Days. Sunny, welcome to Love and Brief. Hi, feels good to be here. It's so good to have you, and I've been wanting to do this for a while. Tell us about your love right now. My love right now is exploring change. I recently moved, and so trying to make new friends or just exploring and walking around, trying new food, it's really easy to fall in love with your old lifestyle. So changing and moving sometimes, it's like falling in love with a whole new place. Oh, getting to try all new things and force yourself out of the, <laughs> out of the easy routine. Yes. Yeah. And I tell you what, uh, during COVID quarantine, I got very embedded in my routine. So the fact that you're out exploring, trying new things right now is probably really refreshing. It's so nice. It was really hard at first and you start missing things and then you start finding those new favorite things and falling in love with different areas. Yeah. I've been 
I've been slow to give up the mask myself only because I didn't realize how comforting it was that like nobody could see my face all the time. And mm-hmm. now that people in my area are giving it up, I might, I might hold on to it a little bit longer. I think I might Seeing be there. I am. It's like still not an option. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm still very used to like no one sees anybody's face. Yeah. Yeah. At first I was like, this is so creepy. Nobody can see anything. Everybody looks like a bank robber from a, from an old West movie. Uh, but then I got really used to, now I kind of like it. (laughs) You're like, Oh, the old way was pretty good. Yeah. It's just my wild West bank robber fetish. I think coming out. Um, so thank you for that. I also want to introduce our other guest. Um, our other guest is a little bit newer on the paid content side. Um, and this is Nunchuck Daddy, uh, AKA Chad Sexington, which is just one of my favorite names in the world. Uh, Chad, thanks for joining us on love and brief. Oh, thank you for having me. In fact, like, you know, I'm still so new on the scene. I'm, uh, I'm honored and I'm like shocked people even uh, know who I am, let alone want me on like cool podcasts and stuff like this. So it's, it's, uh, it's really cool. It turns out you've got some pretty big fans and they had our ear. And when we started asking around, who should we have? There it was. Um, and, and so tell us about your love right now. My love is, uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's thriving. I like to think, um, you know, love for friends, love for my family. Um, I've got a absolutely wonderful people in my life and I'm, I'm very lucky, uh, you know, in the community and outside of it. Um, I am, uh, still kind of waiting for uh, things to get back to normal, uh, here, um, with things like, uh, I mean, as you can tell, I really like the gym a lot and, uh, wrestling with my friends and jujitsu and stuff. I'm still waiting for things like that. Two of my, uh, big loves, but, um, the weather is beautiful, and uh, I'm loving life right now uh, outside of uh, passions like that. Um, I'm just going exploring the, uh, the world around me, yeah. and uh, I've got some phenomenal people in my life to share with. So I'm, I'm, love, is, uh, love is thriving. Love is beautiful. Right I now. love to hear that. I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, that's good. Now, I, I'll tell you, it is. If if anybody has seen any of your content, it's probably not a shock that you've been to the gym before. Because <laughs> you don't just wake up one morning with like a 94 pack abs. Like that is something that requires some work. So not quite. I do happen to I'd be lucky enough to wake up with them, but only after you know months and weeks of hard work. That's right. All that hard work for all yes. that time. Um, well, let's let's dive right in. Uh, I would love to know from either of you, whoever would like to go first, but how did you decide to get into the business of sex work? I, it made me think about it because I haven't thought about it in a while. I started with a Snapchat and just wanting to be able to talk to people on a platform that felt easier than Tumblr at the time or Instagram or trying to talk between both. And then getting to see like photos from people of their pets and to talk like it just felt so much more intimate and then that opened the gateway to starting to make photos and videos and yeah but it started with just wanting to talk to people Mm. somewhere more privately I think that there's a a paradigm out there sometimes that you know people only get into it because they just want to make money and so they you know they start from nothing and then the next day go here I'm opening up a patreon and what you're describing is pretty different, which is somebody seeking community and connection and then eventually sort of finding yourself here. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Per- it makes you feel like less alone. Yeah. Like you're talking to people and 
sometimes when you're on social media, you only see the kink. So sometimes getting to know how many similarities you have with people beyond diapers or like just ABDL makes you feel so much more normal. And then the friendships you build with those people, I don't know. I think that's why the time has flown by so fast. There are people I'm like, Oh my gosh, we've been talking for like four years and it all started because of Snapchat. Like it's, isn't it amazing? It's very gratifying. Yeah. It's like this one connection now has been paying off for four plus years. And you're like, wow, we actually really know each other. And Chad, I wonder for you, how did you get started? Yeah, everybody wants that kind of side hustle. And I looked at, okay, what do I have to offer for a side hustle? Um, you know, I, I put a lot of my eggs for years actually in um, jujitsu and, uh, you know, hoping, you know, I could turn that into, um, you know, a, a steady income and, uh, and, you know, maybe even make a living off that. And I found I actually vastly prefer like being a student and a competitor and stuff more than an instructor. Not that that was incredibly rewarding, but, um, that, uh, came up, but one of the side effects from training constantly and learning how to eat properly and how to like lift and was, I had a pretty athletic, uh, mean body and, um, you know, ABDL, I, you know, life, um, it was something for my whole life and, um, you know, what can I offer people? And I was always getting, you know, great feedback. People were always so nice. I, you know, if, uh, I think in my mind sometimes, you know, whenever I get um, a diaper check or things like that, such on, on Instagram, you know, my shirt's always off. And I think of myself, you know, people probably might say it's like a bit of a shirtless douche or something, but the feedback is always incredible. My friends, um, and even just people I don't know. And it was always, I'm like, well, that's, you know, something I can kind of offer. And, um, it's not necessarily a, uh, maybe, super common on the, the male side of uh, gender expression. Um, but I thought, you know, maybe not. I, I had a couple of conversations with, um, you know, other males that do it and feedback was incredibly positive. Um, and with the money thing too, it's not like, Oh, you need money, you know, do sex work. Absolutely not. There's conversations you have to have with yourself. You know, are you okay with some risks and you can mitigate the risks, things like exposure, your security, your face being out there and stuff, it's things you have to live with. Um, and I had an experience actually coming back from Capcom where um, I was uh, interrogated very hard by CBSA and all my stuff was looked through and my phone went through. I shot straight, I was completely honest. And they looked through all my stuff. It was incredibly embarrassing. Some people wow. know all my friends and stuff too. It was really rough. But by the end of it, after everything had been gone through and I walked out, I just, you know, I was able to still kind of laugh at myself and live with myself and the sun came up tomorrow and I was fine. And, mm. you know, all my friends and stuff, they were very supportive on Instagram after I told them. Everybody was amazing about it and uh, very sympathetic and very nice. So I figured, you know, that's one risk that's mitigated. Right? I've got a bunch of awesome friends, you know, so be it. Mm. You know, um, security, well, I mean, I can do jujitsu. I'm very in shape. Like, it's probably on the lower end, you know, being, you know, personal safety. Thankfully, mm. yeah, on that side, I'm, I'm, I'm relatively quite safe. And my friends, uh, and, and like my face is kind of already out there. Um, I have... Um, I have a bunch of, you know, uh, amazing friends and, and, and things are, uh, 
you know, things can be mitigated if, yeah. if anything happens to go wrong. So that, that was another thing that I was like, okay, that's, you know, I, I can deal with that. That's, um, you know, I can get through that. And then lastly, I think um, we all spend lots and lots of money on diapers. I mean, I know I do. I kind of like it to fishing. I know, but like, hear me out. Okay, um, you may not take every fish home to eat it or stuff it and mount it on the wall, but like, uh, you know, everybody takes like a picture, right? Like most baby DLs, I have a phone full of diaper pictures of myself, right? I think a lot of people uh, do as well. Well, sure. Um, Right? You think, well, great, you want to snap a couple of pictures. So I had a phone full of it. And I wasn't posting these or anything. These were just for, you know, unless I got tagged in a diaper check or at least I you know what i was up to or something or you know i just felt like you know posting something and i had a phone full of them and i'm like what am i doing this for and then i'm like well let's see how this goes mm-hmm. um i've had a lot of great supportive friends and they say go for it so i went for it and surprised i had some moderate success i think yeah so this was one of the reasons that i was really excited to have you both on is that I know that, Chad, you're newer doing this work and, you know, Sonny has been at it for a while. And Sonny, I'm curious, Chad mentioned these conversations you have to have with yourself. What were the conversations you had to have when you decided to make the turn from somebody who was just making community and making connections to somebody who was actually making paid content? To make a long story short, I got outed. And so I think I had this really big sense of wanting to hide my face for a really long time. I didn't show my face. Mm. And after like your parents find out, I kind of realized, well, why am I hiding? Cause the worst case scenario just happened. Yep. <laughs> so yep. You're almost in this way. And it made me feel really alone. There was just something about living in a different state, way far away from my family and starting to explore kink. That was kind of lonely in the sense of not really knowing anyone around and also learning this side of myself mm. with no pressure. But once that was kind of out there, it made me feel a little less scared to put a face to it or to become more close to people. I think you're almost like a little guarded when you're really, really scared of anybody figuring out just details of who you are while you're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. And so you had this, it sounds like awful experience. I'm sorry that you got outed. And then it sort of turned into something that was a little bit of a catalyst to do yeah, this work. I think bad things can happen, but there's always some kind of lesson in it or some way to turn it around. So for me, while that was like an awful day or two, and like I said, I got lucky not living in the same state as parents and family. So it wasn't like I had to look anybody in the eyes the next day, but still just wasn't the best feeling, but it really made me want to seek out friends. So it started with, going to like dungeons and talk to people in person and then really digging into like Tumblr and not being so scared to talk to people or to post my own stuff instead of just reblogging content. Hmm. It just kind of all sloped into this. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it does. It sounds like just over time it became more and more like this until you said, okay, let's do it. Yeah. It's, it's changed. I definitely had moments where I've thought about it or anytime I've decided to even like start Patreon I was like, okay, am I really ready to do this? Cause I know it's going to be something I really want to explore and to do to my best ability. So I've been really patient in each step of going a little bit further into doing sex work. Mm-hmm. Um, just from shooting by yourself to shooting with a company or working with other people. 
they're all like little steps and milestones. And as they happen, it's just really exciting. So I try to consider each step, but it's never been a very dramatic like there's no turning point a single day where it's like, it's going to mm. happen. <laughs> so yes, that, this is really helpful. Cause I had in my head that like, you know, you're sitting around, maybe you're somebody who has shared content like we do, where you just sort of throw it out there and there's no, there's no paid content. And then one day you're like, damn it, I'm doing it. Today's the day. But it sounds like it's not like that. It was for you. It was just a gradual process. And then eventually you were like, sure. Patreon. Yeah. It's kind of just kept growing. Like it's become a reason to explore more, to want to learn more. I just gained so much from doing this in the sense of like how my day to day goes from doing sex work. Yeah. So tell me about that. What is in your experience, the day to day life of somebody who's doing sex work? I think the fun in it is that it can vary. So there are some days where I'm editing or maybe I want to take my time learning something new with editing and I'll sit and take notes and just make a day of it just for the sake of learning and practicing a skill. Um, lately it's been fun to do some location shoots or maybe I want to sew something specific for it. It's fun to kind of set up or there's just times where maybe you get new diapers in the mail and you can't wait to like share that with your friends and talk mm. and record. So sometimes it's a mix between filming or just sharing different parts of your life. Or if I do get into something new, it's fun to talk to people and see who in the community might also be like an expert at that and give great advice. It's just kind of like living life and getting to share it. <laughs> it's neat to see how it is expanding your horizons. Like every, t everything you've cited is like, it gets me to connect to more people. It gets me to try new things. It's an excuse to go learn a new skill that it's actually pretty horizon expanding for you versus what I thought may be an issue, which is, well, now I, now I feel trapped in by this because I can only do this one thing that everybody wants to see, mm -hmm. but you're saying, no, it, it actually is, it's expanded your horizons. Definitely has. It's like this excuse to learn. Sometimes when you're not in college, you feel kind of guilty or like you want to learn things, but there's not that push to do all the things you want to, but it made me want to learn about photography and cameras and editing or lighting and it produces like better content, but at the same time I get so into it and so excited of learning something that it's fun to even share in that and talk about it. Mm. And I don't know. I feel like I'm learning new skills and getting to enjoy diapers at the same time. <laughs> Very cool. It's like a dream. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like a dream. I love learning new things and God knows I love diapers. That's great. Yeah. I, I wonder for, for either of you, what are some, uh, unforeseen outcomes, maybe things that you didn't see coming that were either more challenging or even potentially even better than you expected, but things that maybe when you first started doing paid content or sex work, you, you didn't expect that came to pass. Yeah, um, I can go. Um, things like uh, I'm kind of learning as well. It's, it's, it's really cool, especially just being so new. Things like how to promote and get the word out. Um, uh, just, you know, finding different avenues. Mostly it's been Instagram, but I've also reached out now to Reddit. And I'm just trying to find more and more kind of channels in which to you know, put the platform and um, you know, get a, hopefully a, a broader base, so to speak. Um, with, with my content. Yeah. 
So the, the, the marketing skill was something you hadn't necessarily counted on, but has no, have risen to. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, um, it's still working. Still thinking of new ideas and whatnot. Um, even, um, uh, even with interactions, you know, a lot of us do get, um, those negative interactions uh the positive vastly vastly outweighs i will say i don't want to sound like i'm uh, complaining by any means but the, the positive vastly outweighs the negative interactions but we've all had those negative interactions i believe being part of this community i'm correct assuming this uh, i i certainly have they're very very yes. few and far between but they do happen yes exactly agree but i look at that now as you know sometimes i do feel guilty to be like okay come on i don't want to have this conversation i don't want to get into detail with this especially with somebody i don't know but now it's more like you know you get you know comment that isn't too off color that doesn't require you to tell them to go away or to block them or to remove them it's just something off color that you don't want to hear you can direct them to your content um i find um you know things like are you wet and messy you know the general kind of things like that and i go have a, you know, head on over to my pocket stars and you can find out. (laughs) That is such a better answer than what I have to say, which is stop asking me that. Yeah. Yeah. Go away. Normally it's go away, but it's, you know, um, you know, if you don't want to have that conversation, you can, you know, try to turn it into another opportunity for promotion, right? Um, you know, provided it isn't too off color or off putting. Yeah. Dave, how about you? Have you had any surprises, things you didn't anticipate for better or for worse? I was trying to think. I think there's definitely been a time or two where maybe it can be really hard to balance sharing and having personal, like little time. Like there's a lot of balances within it too. Mm. Um, Yeah. How do you navigate that? How do you continue to have your own personal little time when you know that every time you do it, you could potentially be shooting pictures? It's rough because sometimes you're like, oh man, (laughs) I'm having such a good time and I want to share it. So I definitely still like to have times and moments. I think it helps that I live in a space where I can have little stuff out and about Mm. or casually use it. So it's not so hard separating that time. But I think I also just kind of limit, like I know certain things I am looking forward to sharing or I was planning on sharing, or maybe some days I just feel like kind of off the handle, like recording and editing it all together. Mm. But I think more often than not, I still like to enjoy small time to myself. That's not for anybody but me. Yeah. Do you have, and you don't have to tell me what they are. Yeah, it is super personal. That's why I was wondering, like, are there things, and again, you don't have to tell me what they are, but are there things that you still keep to yourself that you're like, you know what, this, this behavior or this thing that I do, this is not for anybody else. I'm, I'm keeping this just for me. If I hang out with friends and a lot of time actually with my partner, like most people had no idea I've been married (laughs) months and months or that I even had a partner, um, I just keep that pretty private, our time together, mm. even outside of kink. We never really take photos or document it. Like we're just known for that. So it's nice to know that like with certain people, they're like not really going to be on your phone or recording or thinking about content and work. You're just going to enjoy it. So that's, that's a, a person that you say, okay, this partner, this is not work partner. This is fun partner, life partner, not somebody I'm going to involve in my work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he'll go to like events with me, but as far as like, yeah, that's my separation of like work. And especially cause I work from home. It kind of helps. Yeah. 
Chad, how about for you? How do you balance as somebody who's, who's getting into this, uh, you know, the things you used to love to do just because you love to do them. And then the things that you love to do now, because they're part of your work. Um, great question. Um, you know, there's times when, um, I do need to set aside that time to make the content and to do it, but I do find, um, having a balance is incredibly, uh, important. Sometimes even all, uh, you know, the classic saying business before pleasure, I will, um, you know, if I am having little time or if I am doing something, sometimes I'll go, I'll do the content part first. Um, you know, shoot the pictures or the video I want to do first. And then once that's done and out of the way, you know, I can come back, um, to it and maybe I don't do a whole lot of editing. So quite, uh, amateur, um, but, you know, maybe crop things or, um, adjust things. And, um, once I get that out of the way, then I can go and, you know, either I can have my, uh, you know, dessert, so to speak, right. The veggies first. And then, the, you know, and not that I don't enjoy the content. I very much do making it, but I very, I very much do, but, um, you know, it's the, the obligation you kind of get out of the way or sometimes I'll be with like, um, you know, my girlfriend, mommy, and I'll be, you know, I'll just pass her my phone. Hey, can you snap a couple of quick pics? And, you know, she does. She's always been great. And, uh, you know, passes me back my, um, my phone, we, you know, just continue on our, our way when we're having a walk or we're, um, you know, we're playing or, or whatnot. Um, you know, it, I, it, I take care of, um, that first so that it's, you know, it's not weighing on my mind or yeah, it's not like, Oh, I can be getting some great picks. It's not already got, uh, everything I needed to, to be done. Now I can, um, just enjoy myself without the, the pressure, the obligation, so to speak. Yeah. I, I really appreciate too, how fluidly you describe saying, okay, you know, I'm about to have this wonderful little moment, quick, quick, take the picture. Awesome. Give me my phone back. Let's finish. You know, like that you can, you can engage that for a moment. You can have the picture and know that it's going to be awesome and then dive back into what you were doing and feel pretty fluid about it. Yeah. Um, I find, um, that, uh, you know, you can, you can almost have your cake and eat it too. Right. Is, you know, as long as you can uh, find that proper balance, really, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty real. I think one of the things that I certainly have worried about, and it's possible that other folks who are listening who have considered doing sex work have worried about is that it's going to ruin your kink, that you're going to get into it, start, you know, doing it and it's going to feel like an obligation. And of course it's going to feel like work because it's work and that it's going to kind of ruin your kink for you. For either of you, has this, has this been part of your experience? Do you mind if I go for it? Yeah, you can go. Um, I mean, I've been told, you know, even since a uh, young age, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Um, you know, it is granted, like some things can start to feel like work, but I never found, um, cause like I said before, you know, I had a phone full of, um, you know, diaper pictures and videos and whatnot, maybe not as, um, intricate or elaborate as I'm going to be posting for paid content, you know, it does require a bit more planning and a bit more setup, but, um, it's still something I was going to be doing anyway. You know, what's the difference? It just sort of seems to happen on, on uh, camera. Right. It never, never crosses my mind, you know, like, oh, this sure is tedious. It's mm. more like, oh, yeah, like, I'm enjoying myself. You know, I better um, take some content. My subscribers will like this, I hope. And, um, you know, and then there's always feedback. Like, hey, what would you guys like to see? You're like, yeah, I would probably enjoy doing that. Mm. Or, um, things like that. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, if you can enjoy what you do, 
um, it, it doesn't always feel like work. Really. Yeah. Sunny, how about for you? What, does, does this ever kind of mess up your kink for you? I don't think it messes up my kink. I feel like if I ever need a break, like maybe if something is going on with family or something's happening in life that makes it, you don't really feel that interested in diapers or small. It's that feeling that I know will always come back, but sometimes life just gets in the way. And anytime I've just kind of been honest and said like, Hey, something's going on or Hey, I haven't been feeling very well. So like, I just haven't worn. Most people are very, very kind about it. So I think I try to never feel overwhelmed or let it feel a way that would be unpleasant. It's always nice to know that I guess it doesn't feel like a really heavy obligation or something that would make people upset or that kind of pressure that can make work feel like work. At least for me, when the pressure is up, that's when something feels like a job or just different. I guess it's like that difference sometimes when you're close in office with people, <laughs> you're like, you get this acceptance and it's okay if life starts to happen. So there's just not this crazy pressure. I feel like I get to be myself. And I think because of that, it doesn't feel like a job. Sometimes mm. it feels like I just get to share. What a wonderful position to be in. That's very cool. Yeah. I know even with us in the podcast, which of course, you know, the podcast isn't paid content, but we certainly feel pressure to continue to put it out on a regular basis. And so it went from one week to two weeks because we couldn't quite do every week. And when we slip behind for three weeks or more, you know, I've always apologized and I'll, I'll get on our, our love and brief group on FetLife and say, look, I'm, I'm really sorry. And inevitably I get the same answer that it sounds like you get, which is, Hey, life happens. It's okay. You know, you're, you're allowed to be a human being. And if you can't do it right now, that's okay. Like we're not going to leave you. Yeah. There's so many jobs where you don't get that from people. I've definitely had jobs in my past where some people can just be so mean and it really takes the wind out of your sails for the day. Yeah. So to like be met with kindness and how great the community is, is really special. Like I'm constantly thinking how grateful I am mm. that's for the so, interactions that I get to have. That's so encouraging because again, as somebody who's not done sex work, one of my hypotheses was that mm -hmm. you might see more of the dark side of the community because people felt entitled to one thing or another. And it sounds like you're still pretty damned positive about the community. I really am. I know <laughs> me. I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I know sometimes the time within the community can make us a little bitter. It happens. <laughs> like, yeah. But because you just see things or you experience things or get a certain amount of negativity from people outside of the community who might accidentally find you and feel the need to speak their piece or even sometimes things that happen within it. But overall, I just think, maybe part of it's also living in a city. You just deal with so many different attitudes in a day. It's kind of nice to have this connecting factor mm -hmm. that makes all of us a little bit nicer to each other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've already started from like the most sort of humble shared experience, which I think is wonderful. Yeah, exactly. So one of the questions that, that RNT wanted desperately to ask. Um, and so she asked me to ask, and I think it's such a good one is how do you deal if at all, how do you deal with fluctuations in self-confidence? So you still have to show up for work, but when you show up for work, it, you know, there's a lot of cameras involved and you have to look like you want to look. What happens when your self-confidence fluctuates or does that ever even happen? Oh, absolutely. Um, it happens. Like, so I'm my own worst critic, I think. 
Um, I'm never, you know, shredded enough. I'm never big enough. I'm never strong enough. Um, I, or I make a stupid face in a picture and all these things, um, kind of, you know, add up and kind of work against me. I do find actually that, um, sex work has actually held me with the confidence because before on Instagram, I take, you know, 78 different photos and, and hate all of them, but, you know, convince myself to kind of like one, whereas, um, the content, like, you know, at some point you do have, um, to give your subscribers, um, content right and it forced me to you know like these photos anyway and it's also um it's also made me want to work harder in the gym and my diet and nutrition and, and everything not to an unhealthy degree i find it's it's been obviously it's been manageable and but um i do find um it, it, it's helped me you know maybe i won't have that you know second dessert or maybe i'll eat more fruit in the day or i'll um you know, make a healthier choice when it comes to a meal. It's just um, made me just want to work harder to, you know, look better. So I do have that confidence when I am um, posting that, that content. So I, I love that this is like hypothesis number five of mine that has been destroyed in the last 40 minutes, <laughs> which is, again, I was thinking, oh, goodness, well, you know, the, the pressure's on more. And so your self-confidence is going to suffer more because you've got all these cameras out and lights. And, and in your experience, you're saying, hey, hypothesis disproven, at least for you, it's actually yes. driven your self-confidence. It's actually built your self-confidence. Yes, lovely. Days, how about for you? What... What happens if, if you do have fluctuations with your self-confidence? What happens when you do? How do you deal with that? Like we're all humans. I think, I think everyone's going to have times where they feel more confident or not confident. Um, if I am just really not feeling confident about something that day, or maybe it's the day that I just want to lounge in like a giant t-shirt and just hang out. Yeah. I normally just choose not to share that day, like kind of that balance a little bit. Yeah. Cause I'm like, okay, it'll come back or maybe it's just an off day. I try to treat each day as something entirely new. I think a really big help to, it's hard not to spend time on social media and you normally do. I feel like a little more than the average person just between checking messages and what's needed for content creation. You just very, present online. So sometimes stepping away and taking a break because it's easy to scroll through your feed and start to compare to see such cute photos or like, Mm. Oh, that's the best idea ever. I wish I could have had that idea, but it's hard not to get a little bit comparative. Yeah. And so sometimes just taking that step back and enjoying things, no cameras, no phone, just for the sake of enjoying the moment kind of helps me out if I'm not feeling confident that day. I just know getting on Instagram is not going to help me. That is such a pro tip. And, and as somebody on the other side who does not do this work to me, it, it's like when I see the amazing pictures that folks like yourselves put out, I think you must be confident 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right? Like with this kind of amazing content that you make, you must constantly be confident. But of course I know humanity. I know it doesn't work that way. And I feel the same way, right? If I'm in that comparative mindset, I just need to step away from social media because Mm -hmm. it's not going to make me happy. But if I'm in a mindset of gratitude and enjoying the diversity of the community and all of the abundant 
content, so many things that I never thought I would be interested in. And it's like, turns out a lot of things turn me on. Thank you, content creators. Um, if I'm in that mindset, boy, I can dive in. And yeah. I've, I've seen lo- some great diaper combinations on online sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh, genius. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and so I, I, I'll tell you, I do the same thing. If I'm not feeling as confident, I stay away from Instagram because mm-hmm. I know that that comparative mindset is in me. It's not something that the other people who are creating content are putting on me. That's in me. And yeah. it's time to pause and wait until I can come back from a place of openness. Yeah. Everything comes back good or bad. We're going to keep feeling certain ways. It's just part of life. Yeah. It's like, you just have to really enjoy the ups. And maybe if I am feeling really good, I'm like, okay, cool. And like, just want to share so much or have so much for that day to like come back and share online. And sometimes it's like, Oh, I'm just going to be quiet. Like talk to people and just stay under my blankie all day. Mm. <laughs> like um, a cozy day away from it. <laughs> yep. I wonder as kind of a, a wrapping up question, I wonder what advice would each of you give, if you could give one piece of advice to somebody who is on the fence, but they're like, look, I really like taking pictures or I really like making content. And I I'm thinking about taking the jump to paid content or sex work. What piece of advice would you give to that person? Um, certainly, um, you know, it's not a decision you take lightly. Um, I've heard that many times before I started, um, just, you know, other people who have been in the game longer and, um, it's certainly more educated and, and, and know more than me. Um, it's not a, it's not a decision you, you, you take lightly, like, you know, say in the past and you got to have that conversation with yourself. Um, but, um, you know, understand the risks, um, and understand what you can do to mitigate the risks. And, um, you know, you got to decide, I mean, will it make you happy? Will it, you know, will you, can you um, also, you know, deal with those things like confidence days or you feeling like work or can you, um, can you, you know, can you deal with them? And, um, you know, make sure it makes you happy. Also find out, can you deal with maybe not having as much success as you, um, initially thought of and, um, you know, things you can do to deal with that. Mm. Um, you know, just, uh, just general things, but, you know, not all be happy. Will it make you happy? Will, um, you know, whether you have success or not. That's a, that's a, another great tip. Um, even just thinking about, you know, if you put yourself out there and one person subscribes your first month, how are you going to feel about that? And is it okay with you? And if it's not, maybe you're not ready for the potential vulnerability of this job. At least it might happen. It might not. You might have a thousand subscribers. Who knows? But it's a great tip. Like, are you ready to handle that this could be a slow build? Yeah. And, and if you want to put in that work, yeah, if it doesn't yep. you know, destroy your confidence right off the hop, right? Yep. That's great. Thank you. Sunny, how about for you? What piece of advice would you give somebody who's thinking about doing sex work? I would ask myself how long I'm thinking about making content, what I'm okay with. Like I would start with a set of limits that I'm comfortable with, or maybe what a goal could be for you. If it's talking to more people, or maybe you just wanted to kind of narrow things down. So you have a place to be a little more personal in whatever way that means. I also think it's like the best excuse to explore. (laughs) Yeah. 
if sometimes maybe there are certain things that I just wouldn't want to share on Instagram to like everybody on there, but maybe this smaller group, like a platform like Patreon, I feel better about sharing more intimate parts about myself. It doesn't feel so out there. So it actually, sometimes you, it's you just, can be more experimental on your Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of nice to have this place where you can still share almost like the, <laughs> the older days on social media where I feel like we just shared a little bit more personally. Yeah. Um, Before so we figured I'd out say, that Mark you know, Zuckerberg just, was listening to us and then we stopped. Because <laughs> it was creepy. Just <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I say set limits, go for it, explore. If there's something that you are really into and you want to combine it with diapers and you think other people wouldn't be into it, I say go for it because you never know who else is out there who's just waiting to find someone with like common interest. So I just say think about like what you want to do with it, how long you would like to stay around and have your own limits and things that you're okay with and that you aren't okay with. So it's always your job and your choices. Yeah. And you're the one driving it. You're the one trying the yeah. experiments, but you're also the one drawing the limits. Yeah. Like you're sharing yourself versus changing for other people. Yeah. So I've been looking forward to this conversation for quite some time and I expected a really rich conversation is even more than I expected. Thank you guys for all of your wisdom and your insight. And real quick, if you are interested in getting in touch with our guests today, um, you can get in touch with, uh, well, if you want to go find Chad online at his pocket stars, that's Chad Sexington 0490 at pocket stars. Those are the numbers. 0490 Chad Sexington 0490 at Pocket Stars. Also, if you would like to follow Sunny, you can go to Sunny's Patreon. That's Sunny Whittle Days. I'm going to spell that for you. S U N N Y W I T T L E D A Y Z. Did I get that right, Sunny? S. S at the end. Oh, yeah. S at the end. So sunny whittle days with an S, not a Z. I was going from memory and my memory was wrong. Also, you, you can get in touch with Sunny on Instagram at little bit of sunny, all one word. And you can get in touch with Chad at his about to change, but you can try it for now name, which is Nunchuck Daddy, a.k.a. Bobby, all one word. Nunchuck Daddy, a.k.a. Bobby on Instagram. Chad, is that fair? Did I get that one right? Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Hot damn. Thank you guys both for being on the podcast and sharing your experience with sex work. I, I can't imagine what it would have been like to do quarantine without the amazing sex workers and creators in our community. I would have gone absolutely nuts. R&T and I are big fans and consumers, and we really appreciate what you and other sex workers do in the community. Thank you for joining us on Love and Brief. Thank you for having me. Thanks for having me. This has been another edition of Love in Brief. 